But you know what? It's going to be a good word because you know what? We have a good God. It doesn't matter how we feel. God is good. His goodness is not dependent on how we feel. Aren't you guys thankful for that? Right there, I could go home and say, you know what? I'm so glad your goodness does not depend on how I feel. All right, so we're going to get right into it. So I'm going to speak over you guys. And can you guys, while you're doing that, you guys put that back to me, okay? I wanted to. So, Lord, I just ask you just to cover us here today. Lord, I ask you just to open our ears, not just to to hear, but to listen. Lord, that um, that we will hear through um, the pure filter that Jesus Christ is, that we will that we will be able to receive and it will go in and it will begin to transform our hearts, Lord, to be more like you. So, Lord, I just thank you for such an amazing day. I thank you that you are such a good God and that you have good things for us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So we've been talking about shift, changing some things. Um, So I'm going to talk about how we hear today. Um, It's really important how we hear. So I was kind of sitting at my house, and I live between, there's cows on this side of me, and there's cows on this side of me, and it's really hot, and there's no rain. Do you know what you get a lot of when cows are around you, and there's no rain? Flies. Yes. Lots and lots of flies. Um, So I started thinking about that, and um, what are flies attracted to? Dirt, other dirty things, wounds, you know, wounds are huge. That's why I've learned living next to cow farmers that when a baby is born, you don't want it to be hot because the wound from the umbilical cord, they all want to, um, get there. So I started thinking about like, uh, these wounds that we have and, and how it attracts flies and it attracts, and do you guys know in the Bible that, um, Jesus calls devil the king of the flies because they come in they want to be where decay is they want to be where death is they're attracted to the dirty things you know of life and sometimes when we hear it comes through this filter of being wounded no none of you guys guys are so good with that but i get that Also, this is a brand new message for you this morning because my computer decided that everything that I did is gone. You know, sometimes when the Lord, when things like that happen, I say, Lord, there must have been something you didn't want me to say. You had something else you wanted to say. So, so this is a now word, and I mean a real now word. (laughs) So, just bear with me and be right. So, but we, we get these wounds and sometimes when we hear things, they come through that. They come through that filter of that pain and what we're hearing is not always what God is saying or other people are saying. So I'm going to, if you want to turn with me, um, in Mark 4, I'm going to read a lot of scripture. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, that's good. Come on. So, um, I'm going to start in three. So this is Jesus and he's talking to everybody. He's got a big gathering, and he's like, I'm talking in parables, and he says, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed, and as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came up and ate it. Some fell on rocky places where 
It did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and withered because they had no roots. Other seeds fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seeds fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, and some 100 times. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears, let him hear. I'm pretty sure he wasn't like, there was like not a ton of people in the crowd that did not have ears, you know. But he's saying, whoever has ears. So he was saying to everybody that was there that had come to hear him, he's saying, whoever has ears, let them hear. Um, and when we go through that, that passage, that's talking about the word of God. Did you guys know that that's talking about the word of God? They're not actually talking about seeds and farm life. I know we live in a farm community, so this is probably an awesome parable that we like to use because we can relate to that, right? You know, when you throw out seed, some of it, you know, doesn't get in the nice soil where you want, and the wind blows, and things happen. And um, But he uses the parable because he's like, I want them to understand So what he's saying is that's the word of God. There's those who let the word of God just pass straight through them. They come, you know, you ask them. You could probably go after church and be like, oh, what was church about? What did they talk about? And you'd be like, I have no idea. I've been there. (laughs) One time someone said, what did you guys talk about in church? And I spoke and I thought, what did I say? (laughs) You guys, that's pretty bad, right? I'm thinking, oh, let me get my notes. <laughs> Good thing. I... But you know, sometimes it's like that because you know we start thinking about other things. Oh, or there's a fly buzzing around, or what? All of these things. So sometimes it passes straight through us, and other times we listen and we seek to understand. So sometimes that's what this word is saying is: some hear, yet don't allow it to take root because of the seductions of the world, pleasures, comforts. They want what they want. It doesn't really matter what the Word of God says. It's like, well, I heard that, but it doesn't fit with what I want to have happen. So they're like, keep keep blowing out of here. You know, some here and don't allow it. Um, They end up rejecting the Word because the persecution and trials are too much. It's too hard to to follow what Jesus says. You know, his steps. It's too hard to follow in that. You know, I like this part of the Bible, but I'm not doing that. So it's like, there's too much pressure. And so the word, you know, they reject it and say, you know what? It was fun living. You know, when I got saved, it was good. Everyone loved me. I didn't have to deal with the crazy family of God. You know, at first, that was great. But now the hard things are happening. So I don't want that anymore. I want to go back where it's easy and I can put some blinders on and I can just pretend that the mess isn't behind me. You know, others hear the word and they open themselves up to understanding. And they accept it and it transforms them. How good is that? They're like, I heard that. When you hear a word and you're thinking, that was for me. Yes, it was. Take it. Even if it was for your neighbor, if it fell off and they didn't grab it, take it from them. I don't care. I'm going to get the word because I want to be transformed. So I got this little... 
Um, can you bring that up for me, Jordan? Yes. Transformers, robots in disguise. <laughs> that's from the cartoon. Um, but I started thinking about that. Like, how awesome. That's a nice car. Okay, that, that's a real, it's nice. It's good. It works. It has function. But, so it's something good. But when God comes in and transforms us, Oh, oh, Bumblebee, man. How awesome is that? Like, he went from a car to a robot. He has, like, blasters. And he, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It was transformed into something even better. We're God's creation. He created us. But when we become a new creature in Christ, that's even better than the original creation. He's like, I'm restoring everything that came in and messed up that creation. I'm restoring it back to this amazing, like, wow factor. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, you know, we can be doing really good and life can be really great. But God's like, I even want it to be better. This looks good, but that's amazing. You know, I don't want to watch a movie that just has the cars. I want to see, I want to see them transform, right? That's why you go to a movie like that. If they just were cars driving around and, you know, maybe they'd like flash their lights or something, like, it would not be as exciting. If you haven't seen that, it's a good movie. So, um, I just, I started thinking about that. We, tr- in what transforms us. You know, it's the truth of God's word. There's truth in opinion, and sometimes our feelings get those mixed up. Truth is truth, and nothing that comes in or goes out will change that. You know, John 8, 32, it says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I want to be free. I don't want to be a slave. I don't want to be locked up. I don't want to be in bondage. I don't want to be attached to a chain where I think it's really going good and then <laughs> I don't I want to be free. And God's like, it's super easy, Sarah. Let me tell you, if you know the truth, you're free. That's pretty that's simple, you guys. One scripture, find the truth, set you free. But we know truth can be painful, right? Do you know why it's usually painful? Because our spirit already knows. That's why it's difficult sometimes to hear the truth because we're already like, I know God's already talked to me about this. It can be painful to hear at times because it usually involves seeing some of our blind spots. If you don't have a friend good enough to show your blind spot, you need to get some new friends. If all your friends are like, I just love you so much, you're the greatest in the whole world. Sometimes I need someone to say, that is really messed up. That is just going to lead to you being in bondage. Come on, Sarah. Because you know what? It seems fun on the way to the prison cell. You might be having fun, driving fast cars, doing it your way. And it might seem fun, but when that door shuts, it's not so much fun anymore. You don't, you lost your ability to choose. Mm. It's breaking things off of us. Sometimes that's painful when things get broke off, you know. 
To make a beautiful statue it takes a lot of chiseling, right? Each of us should be so lucky to have friends in our life that will tell us the truth. That is something I look and I think, thank you, Lord, I have such good friends who will love me. They encourage me. They don't come up to me and be like, hey, just want to let me know this, this, and I mean, they don't like have a list of the things I'm not doing well. I know it's a surprise, but there are things I don't do well, you guys. Did you guys know that I'm a human being? I know. It really surprises people. I get that a lot. People are like, I don't like you because you did this. I'm thinking, I'm a human being. I can, you know, things happen, right? Are you guys humans? That's right. You are. Good. You guys are really encouraging me today. So that we can walk in freedom. We would be so lucky to have a friend who loves us and says, I want you to be free. It's a lot better on this side. It's a lot better. And it is. I've lived my life in both. And I think the times that I'm... Have you ever got free and then put yourself back in a box? That's about the worst. Everybody's going to run from you then. Because someone that's been free and then goes back under bondage... I want to walk in freedom. When we hear through these wounds, we're believing that king of the flies. You know, he's the deceiver. We're hearing, it's like that, you ever play that game telephone? It's a bad game of telephone. When you're hearing through the wounds, because you know what? In Christ we are healed and whole. Okay, so the wounds are definitely not from him. So when we're playing that game of telephone, someone says, you know, God's like, I love you so much, Sarah. You're amazing. You're going to do great things. And by the time it gets to me, it's like, look at all these things you did wrong. Here's a list of this and this and this. And you said this and you did this and you felt this. I can't believe you are not lovable. That's how we hear it from the time God says that to us to the time we hear it because the enemy's coming there and being like, God didn't say that. He's whispering. It is like when we hear through the wounds of of what the enemy has put in our life, we hear it distorted. I have never played a, played a game of telephone where it ended up being the same thing. Yeah. Just slips those little lies in there. You know, it's like what they did, and you know, you ever have people that. They think, what they did, they said, they, they did that on purpose. They did that to hurt me. God couldn't forgive. You don't know what I've done. I've had so many people say to me, you don't know what I've done. God couldn't forgive that. You know, God couldn't love someone like me. God must be punishing me. He's trying to teach me something. Those are all distorted. You know, everyone's mean to me. I'm pretty sure there's one person that's nice to you, so you know that's a lie. Just need one. To make that a lie, you just need one person. (laughs) So maybe a lot of people are mean to you. I don't know. I'm just joking. But we begin to hear, and it gets distorted, and... You know, we listen through these wounds of our old nature, our sin nature. You guys know that we don't listen when we're 
responding like that. When we hear something and we're like, that's awesome. And we leave, we leave here or we, or, you know, we're done reading it in God's word and, and we look up and it's gone. Because we didn't have, because we're looking through that old sin nature like, well, that can't be true. Um, if you want to move with me to Second Timothy. Don't you guys just love Timothy? Young guy, thinking he's going to change the world. Realizing it's a big world. So Paul has to come in and say, it's okay, you know. I bet you probably by the time Timothy was done with his church and his ministry, he probably thought he did nothing. And here he is in in the Word of God. But I love it because Paul gave him a lot of good words. So in Timothy 4, um, for the time, it says 4.3, it says, For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. We hear what we want to hear. We really do. We hear what we want to hear. We think majority will trump the kingdom. I'm going to give you a truth. Majority will never trump the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter how many people you've got and said, you know, this, this, this. It doesn't matter how many people you've convinced or gathered around you or made you feel like, you know, you know, we're going against this. We're doing this. It doesn't matter because the kingdom of God is truth and you can't change it. Majority can't change it. Words can't change it. This is the truth. The kingdom of God right there. It doesn't matter. We cannot change the kingdom to fit our feelings. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. You ever hear so, see somebody whispering and you think, they must be talking about me. It doesn't even have to be someone you know. I've been, I've had that thought in like the presence of strangers who have never met me. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh yeah, they've never met me, but I walked in here and it must be that they're talking about me. <laughs> you know? But especially if it's people that know you. You think, oh, they're whispering. You know, maybe they're just saying, you know, hey, do you know where the bathroom is? <laughs> but we're thinking, oh my gosh, they're saying they don't like my outfit, that I was mean to them, that I didn't say hi to them when they came in the door, or whatever it is. We start thinking that they're whispering about us. Or people are laughing. We start looking and think. They're laughing at me. What did I do? Do I have toilet paper on my shoe? Like, I have been that so many times. Social media, they make a post and it has to be directed at you because you're the, you know, the one out of their 2,578 friends they have, (laughs) friends they have on Facebook, you know that that was directed at you. Why do we do that? Because we are hearing through the wounds in our life. And you know what happens when we do that? We attract other people that will confirm that for us. You never see just one fly, do you? 
When we start acting in bitterness and offense, we will find and attract every piece of bitterness and effect and offense and anger. And you know what? We can hear an amazing good word and we'll take one thing out of it that we didn't like. Because all those flies see one and they start swarming. It's like an algorithm. Just the way it works. But you know that we can turn that around and we can do the same thing with joy and freedom and truth. Like I said, we don't want to be around drama. Well, if drama follows you everywhere you go, if offense, if, if people are always offending you, look and see what flies are following behind you. Because that's what happens. That's the way the enemy has set that up. He's like, I want them. Like spirits will find like spirits, okay? Your, your spirit's offended. Guess what will happen? Every person, you know, that is offended about anything will find you. If you are free, free people will find you. And those two groups of people do not like to spend time together. Number one, the free person's like, I'm not going into bondage. And the offended person's like, well, I'm offended that they won't go into my bondage. (laughs) Oh, I just love it when God just shows me things and just talks to me. You know, and then basically it just gets deeper and it festers. And pretty soon everything we hear is through this filter that... That, you know, that is why the family of God splits so much. That's why we have so many different churches and so many, um, different friend groups and, and things like that. Because that's what happens. We let it fester and someone can say, I love you. And you know what they heard? You're lying to me. You know, that's not the truth. You know, you said this about me. I saw you whispering. I was asking where the bathroom was. But pretty soon, that's what happens. Goes through this filter, and they can't hear anything. The Word of God even said it. He wasn't saying it. You know, there was probably people in there that were already went away, and they were already trading sound doctrine for what tickled their ears, what felt good in the moment. You know, it feels really good when I sit down and eat like 20 Oreos while I'm eating them. Yes, I have ate 20 Oreos in one sitting. If you haven't, you're probably a liar. Unless you don't like arts, I'm just But, you know, in that moment, it feels really good. You're dunking them in milk, just watching TV, you know. And But when you're done, you look at that package. <laughs> and you think, what spirit came on me <laughs> to do this? It feels good in the moment. And you think, well, I, I don't want to hear that, so I'm going to go where I want to hear something. That feels good on the way. You know what? When people are doing illegal things and things they shouldn't do, and it's fun, I'm part of this, and I'm driving fast, and I'm, I got away with this. But when they get in the back of the cop car, have you ever seen that? They start crying. These big tough men are crying like babies and, you know, pleading and things like that. I'm like, oh, you're not having fun anymore? Hmm. You know, it's all over the Bible. It says, he who has ears, let him hear. Whoever has ears, let him hear. Mark, you know, 4 says, if anyone has ears, let him hear. 
I'm pretty sure there's a few people that have ears. But why does he say that over and over? I mean, those are just, it's all over the Bible. I'm like, why do you keep saying, like, we know we have ears, Lord. Why do you have to remind us, like, over and over? He's saying because we have a lot of wounded people that are not, they can't hear. It's almost like God is was like declaring or, or praying or put a petition over us, like let them hear. Enemy, you take your hands off them. Let them hear the truth. Because my son went to the cross for them, died so they could have freedom. Let them hear. Not to hear, you know, through the swarm of flies. You ever have flies and you're trying to talk to someone? Driving a car, almost, how many guys, I've almost crashed my car when they're like in your face or especially if it's a horse fly. They bite a lot, hard. You can't hear what anyone's saying. You're just focused on, I'm going to kill that fly. So we can't hear through the swarm of flies of deceit, offense, but we can, we need to be full. We need to be healed. We need to be healthy. In Romans 12, it says, um, 12, 2, it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, his pleasing, his perfect will. Don't conform, transform. He came so that you can transform, so you can be more amazing. Just like we saw, you know, with Bumblebee, it was awesome to see what it was and what it could become. And God's like, I already, I only see you transformed. He doesn't even speak to us. He doesn't even minister to us in our old nature. He only ministers to us in his, through Jesus, through the blood. So if we're living in our old nature, we're not going to perceive that the right way, are we? Because he's not talking to that. He's talking to our new our new self in Christ. Transformation in Christ is restorative. It builds up. It's good. It's freedom. The goal is freedom, you guys. Truth is freedom. And Christ came so that we could be free. You shall know the truth and it shall set you free. I just feel like God is growing just this, just even in this area. Now, I love the church as a whole, you know, all the different churches, different locations, but God put us, all of us, in this area, in this location. He said, This is what you are steward over. Do you know what I mean? So it's our job to come in and say, okay, Lord, how am I hearing? If we're not free, how can we go out and open the cells for others? How can we go and take those boat cutters and begin to break the chains off people? If we're in the church and we're just getting offended at each other, we're getting offended when we hear the word of God. Sometimes when I read the Word of God, I don't say the Scripture, and people get offended at what I'm saying. And I'm like, I didn't even say it. Like, God said it. 
But you're mad at me. Or you're mad at whoever's up here speaking. It's because I didn't read, you know, it was Mark this, you know, if I just said the scripture. Or we take the pieces we like and the pe- and then the pieces we don't, we're like, that's not God, I'm going to get... There is nobody in this room. I am proclaiming this right now. That is here to hurt you. If you are, you know what? God will seek you out. Says he'll come after you. He'll leave the 99. He'll come find you. Because he's going to bring healing. I want to grow. I know you guys want to grow. I want to be transformed. I want to know the truth. I want good relationships that someone can say, I just love this, this, and this about you. But I was just wondering. I was just wondering what you were thinking when you did this. How much better would it be if someone came to you like that? Instead of came up to you and was like, you do this all the time, and this, and this, and this, and you said this, and this hurt me. And they're like, actually, I was just quoting a movie. (laughs) Which I do a lot. So if I say something and you're like, that's weird. It's probably from a movie, you guys. Um, but how that's, that's what it's like when you hear from a good friend. Because you know what? If you have a good friend in Christ, where do you think they're getting their information? God's Word. The truth. So when they're truthful, because a good friend will always love you and say, you know, I just don't think that you're hearing this right. I don't think that's what they meant. And you're like, yes, they did, you know. And <laughs> we need to change how we hear. Even as I'm doing this, you know, I had this really awesome word. I had it all color-coded. I was so excited. I mean, it's, there's a lot of stuff in here, but the Lord said, I'm going, I want some different things said today. And I was like... Well, could you not break my computer in the process? Could you just tell me that? <laughs> so can he did. But when I look at this, I had it all color coded. I was like, this is what I want to say. And I look in, and some of the things that aren't in there, and the Lord said, well, you were not hearing me correctly. And I thought, oh gosh, how can I teach on this? You know, because I go back and the Lord said, well, you're, you're human. And I thought, you know what? He sent people, he sent, he came in and I took the word of God and I thought, then what do you want me to say, Lord? Not what, not what I want to hear, but what do you want to say so that I hear correctly and I'm bringing your word that that is the only thing is the word of God that's going to set you free. All the joking or things like that, that's not going to set you free. The word of God is going to set you free. So sometimes when we get stuff in our mind and think, this is the way it is. This is the way it's going to be. This is what they thought, or this is what people said. You know, this is what I believe. That's not truth. That's your opinion. That's hurt. And so when we go to people that are hurt, sometimes we have to make a distance. It's like, you're my acquaintance, not your friend, because I'm not allowing those flies to swarm around me. If you would like me to get some bug spray, I'll help you out. But I'm not going in to that infestation. Do you know that you don't have to go into the infestation? I did not learn that early in my life. I was like crawling in people's wounds. That's not a good thing to do. It gets messy. It gets dirty. No matter what you say, it's the game of telephone. Like, 
excessive. Everything you say is something else. One time I was dealing with something and um, these people came to me and said, I'm just so hurt by you. You said this. And you know, and I said, what do you mean? I didn't even say that. They said, well, you're friends with this person and they said it. And I'm mad at you. And I thought, what is going on here? I felt like I was in the twilight zone. But that's what happens when we're hearing through wounds because we pick things up that are not being said. If you're like, I'm not sure if that was God. Or, you know, did they mean that? Go into the Word of God and see what it says. If it doesn't line up with what you heard, it probably wasn't truth. So I just want to encourage you guys is to actively, as you as you move in your families and in your careers and, you know, in the family of God, you know, we should be the most unoffendable people to each other. But most people are scared to come in here because we have the judgment and offense into the body of Christ. It's like, well, what if I don't dress right? What if I don't? And I'm not saying don't, don't be going taking the word of God to fit what you want and be like, it says judge not lest you be judged. Actually, in the body of Christ, it says, bring them before the church. Be thankful that God's given grace because you know what? When you go to someone and you say, hey, I really see this and this is not godly. And they say, you know, okay, well, no. And they go back and they go back into their sin. And then you bring another person and you're supposed to say, this isn't working. This isn't what God says. Do you know what should happen after that? It says they're supposed to be brought before the church and publicly. And we don't do that. Mostly because we know that even when you do that, if their heart is so hearted from the second time and their ears couldn't hear the first and the second thing, they're probably not going to hear the third. Because that's what offense does. It starts separating. But Matthew 18, I mean, that's what they did. We've only had to do that once in all of the years that we've been in ministry. And it's so painful. When some, when we are hearing, when we see people that we know can't hear, you ever see people that you know can't hear? Sometimes when I'm up here preaching, I'm thinking, oh Lord, please just chase them down. Just get them. Because I can feel the offense as I'm speaking the word of God and they're getting offended at God and they're getting offended at me and they're getting offended. I mean, there could be a baby next to them and they'd be like, can't believe that baby's crying. It's a baby, people. But do you know what I mean? You could just see it on them. And so I just think we have to go back and say, God, what's the truth? I don't want to be in bondage anymore. And you know what? As God breaks off, if he breaks off people in offense, pray for them. Say, God, chase them. I'm not going to chase them because I don't have the tools for that. But God, you go get them. You know what they need. He doesn't need us to do that. Right? He knows. He's going to go get them. So I'm just going to... Pray and it's going to be a good day.